Hey there, my name is Lexi and in this video I'm going to be talking about what it's like to shoot a music video using the two examples of my original song Love Chaser and a song I'm featured on called No Love. Before ever getting to the music video portion, like the actual filming part of doing a music video, you have to go through an entire preparation to make sure that you have your storyline set to make sure you have your looks and your outfits your talent your crew you got to make sure all of that is set up so storyline or what you want to see scout locations get sets gets uh, dates together getting your looks together so I'm going to use the example of my video love chaser <clears throat> love chaser I actually wrote that song two years ago and after I wrote it, I had an idea in my head of how I wanted the storyline to be. But recently, I just shot it this year, March, uh, March of 2018. Um, before that, I think preparation and planning for that video actually started in January. Somebody um, came to me and asked, hey, can we help you bring this vision to life? And then brought in their team. And from there, the whole vision the whole storyline um, of what the video was going to be completely changed from what I originally thought it was going to be. So that's something you kind of have to deal with when you're shooting a music video. If you're an independent artist bringing on a lot of people, sometimes you got to be open to things changing. Don't get too set to what it's supposed to be because there may be a lot of changes that you have to undergo to get the full project um, done. All that to say, the storyline completely changed. Um, Suddenly I had a whole team behind me now and that's why I wasn't so upset about things changing because I recognized that more minds are better than just my one own. I didn't want to be selfish and thinking that just my ideas were the best for the video. Um, and these are people who are very experienced in movie and film so I definitely valued their opinion. So we got the storyline together, we had a bunch of meetings. Um, once we got the storyline we went out and scouted for locations. Um, we had to talk to different managers at these different locations to make sure that it was okay to film there and then give these people dates as to when we could be there. You got to think about is it going to cost something to rent these spaces or do we have personal relationships that we can explore to be able to use these spaces for free during a certain time period. Um, we spent for Love Chaser at least a month preparing for everything. That was from changing the storyline to getting the locations uh, thinking of the looks that we wanted to achieve and then getting the crew together and finding dates that worked for everybody. That took about a month, a month and a half, because I think we started the preparation late January, early February, and then filmed everything mid to end of March, mid to late March. So in the case of No Love, it's not, I wouldn't consider it my song, even though I am featured in it. Somebody else came to me and said, hey, <clears throat> can you be a part of this song with me? So originally, I just started out with writing the hook, and then I had the hook and the bridge, and then I had the hook, the bridge, and a verse. So um, when it comes to songs that I'm featured in, the preparation is a little bit different because I don't feel like I have complete control over it. Again, I realize that my ideas are not the best ideas in the world by themselves. It's always better when more input is put into a video. Um, but when it comes to me featuring on someone else's song, I look for the other person to come with their vision already and I just wanna make sure that I'm complimenting whatever vision they come up with. 
Um, so with that one, we didn't talk much about the storyline. Um, it's really easy to have a storyline for that song because same thing with Love Chaser. They're both storytelling songs and they're telling a real experience. So you can let the video just follow whatever the lyrics are saying. But for No Love, there wasn't much talk about the storyline or what exactly we wanted to see. I left all of that up to Hooks because it's, it's his song and I was just featured on it. I was just there to support whatever he wanted. The locations were decided for me. Um, pretty much the only thing that I was told was what color scheme we need to work with as far as the outfits and the makeup. And <clears throat> we had to agree on the dates that worked best for me. We weren't going to shoot it here in Atlanta, so I had to fly up to Jersey and that's where the video was going to be shot. So really not much planning from me came for that video. Um, so now the day of the shoot when you are shooting a music video. So, and it's a good example that I have with the comparison between No Love and, uh, and Love Chaser. With Love Chaser, everything was planned out to a T and we basically followed set instructions, set plans, set goals that we had lined up in that whole month, month and a half of planning. For No Love, it wasn't quite planned out so much. We finished the song and then like a month later decided let's go ahead and shoot the video and work with basically whatever we have on that. And it was a beautiful experience for both things. I can tell you the positives of both situations. Um, but so you could, everything could be planned out to the T or things could change really quick. Again, you just gotta keep that open mind that everything that you planned may not necessarily work out. So you have to be able to be flexible, um, especially when it comes to the locations. <clears throat> but I'll get into that later. Um, you gotta wait for everybody to show before you can start. Everyone was on time for Love Chaser when we did our 8 a.m. start. Um, for, for No Love, Everything ran behind quite a bit, but you know, we made it work as we had it. So let's see. While you're shooting, you got to understand what you're doing for each scene. So the beautiful thing about Love Chaser is that we already had a storyline nicely planned out and um, we very much, everyone on the team very much understood what we were trying to accomplish. So it was beautiful in that everyone knew what we were doing and we can run kind of smoothly based off of that common idea. With No Love, I kind of had a general idea of what we were doing, but I was pretty much there along for the ride. So what was nice about Love Chaser is I knew exactly what I had to do. What was nice about No Love is kind of just going with the flow and being of support the best way that I could in any way that they needed me in any capacity. Um, so, you got to understand what you're going to do before you shoot the scene. You got to understand that you're probably going to do various angles, probably like three to five angles. You're going to be shooting those angles three times each. So be prepared to have a lot of repetition, um, doing things over and over again. And sometimes you have to do things the exact same way because you want to make sure that when you get the shot that you think you wanted, you want to do one more just for safety. Um, and you know, you're going to have a lot of options when you're shooting these different angles, multiple repetitions. Um, there's a lot of attention to detail that has to be taken into account if your video is planned out the way that Love Chaser was for me. In particular, when I'm talking about attention to detail, there is the diner scene where 
we had to keep resetting the scene every time we finished a shot. So things like how much juice are in the patrons' glasses, how much cereal did they eat, do we have to fill the bowl back up so we can return it back to the level it was at to make it look like we never ate anything or nothing was touched. We have to place the food back on the plate the way it was before I set it down on the table as a server. If drinks spilled, we had to make sure that we wiped the tables down because they can't appear to have looked like they were used in a previous shot, you know? So there's a lot of attention to detail. A lot of things have to be reset. The chairs have to be put back into a position to create a sense of continuity. For No Love, there were more so a lot of takes versus a lot of repeat uh, recordings of one scene from different angles. Um, especially for the performance shots. With both videos, Love Chaser and No Love, huh, that's funny, Love Chaser and No Love, the titles. There was a lot of repetition for the performance scenes. Performance shot is basically you going through your entire song, mouthing all the words. You're always gonna do your performance scenes at least, in my opinion, at least three times. You'll do it probably three to five times for each angle, straight on, maybe from side to side, less movement, close-ups, medium shots, you know? It's always better to sing the words out loud um, because it just lines up better with the film when, you're, when they're doing editing. And it comes off as more natural, more lively, more exciting when you're actually singing the words versus lip singing. The audience and the people on the other side of the camera can definitely tell when it doesn't look as natural. So make sure that you're saying your words out loud when you're on set because it gives you more character. On top of having an open mind, keeping in mind that things could change very rapidly at any moment, you also have to keep in mind that, again, you're not the only person, so there are gonna be people, everyone should understand the, the overall look of what the video is supposed to be like and how the emotions are supposed to be coming through the screen. So you're gonna have a lot of people on set watching you and especially the director and the camera person, they're gonna be talking talking to you, trying to make sure that you are giving the performance that they wanna see and the performance that is going to make the video its best. During those performance shots, the director is gonna be talking to you, telling you to you know move your hands more, move your neck a little bit, shimmy your shoulders more, uh, give me more body movement. And they're gonna be talking to you and saying this while you are having to mouth the words. So you gotta stay focused. You have to be mouthing your words and focus on remembering the next lines and how you said it, but you also have to be able to take in criticism as you are going through your shots. That can be a little frustrating. Um, I know on a few takes in, in both instances for the music videos, um, the director was talking to me and I kind of flubbed on my lyrics which um, it was okay because I didn't just completely stop doing the scene. They can always cut those things out, but it got a little difficult when the director was telling me to do certain things and I'm having to remember the lyrics that I'm gonna say next and also processing what the director is asking me to do for the next shots coming up. So you kind of have to have your mind be flexible as far as being able to see a few steps ahead to keep yourself on track when you're, uh, when you're being directed. Depending on the storyline for your music video um, and for your music videos in general, as artists, when we're doing these music videos, we also have to be actors and actresses. So for my, for both songs actually, for Love Chaser and for No Love, Love Chaser was a very emotional song. I wanted strong feelings of despair, strong feelings of frustration to be portrayed in that video. So 
I had to use real life experience to get myself to cry because that's something that I wanted to use. That's something that I wanted to show. In in no love, it was more so acting out, like trying to portray to the audience that me and my and me and Hooks are like a couple in the video and we're genuinely arguing about something because in the song we are going back and forth. So you have to be a good actor and you have to be able to portray those emotions to make it believable for the audience and for the people on the other side of the camera who are watching on the other side of the screen. Shooting a music video can be kind of awkward because as I said, you got a whole you got a whole team. Um, sometimes you're in these small spaces and everybody's eyes are on you watching you to see if you're gonna pull it off essentially or <clears throat> if you have to keep repeating things until things are done right. So it can be a little awkward when you have so many eyes on you. It can be a little stressful sometimes um, if you're not careful. It doesn't have to be stressful, but it can be because especially in the case of for me and No Love, that video shoot, we were kind of in this small living room setting and it's just me and the camera, but I can still see people behind the camera watching. And, you know, for me, I'm a little awkward. Like I like to dance, but when people are watching and it's in a closed, intimate setting like that, it was maybe like three or four of us. So I think that's what made it a little more weird for me. You kind of feel this pressure to perform, but at the same time, you're feeling kind of shy. Like, I don't know if what I'm doing is good enough. Luckily, you have a team behind you that's going to tell you, okay, that was good, but on this next take, do this. Or while you're doing your performance scenes, the director is telling you, yeah, yeah, come on, move your shoulders. Come on, use more hands, more head movement, more body movement. Get comfortable with it. So in that sense, it's nice to have people watching on the other side of the screen because they can see better than you can. You're in the action, so you don't really know how something is coming off on film until you get behind and see it for yourself. But um, it's nice to have a director and a team behind you telling you how things are coming off because honestly, it takes a long time if after every shot you want to go back and review what you did. So you have to put your trust that put your trust in these people that are watching you that they're going to let you know what you need to do so that you're showing everything that you're supposed to so y'all can get the shots and the emotions that you're going for. And it's, it's very different from being on stage. That's the good part about it. So even though it can be a lot of pressure having all these people in the room with you in this small setting, there's comfort in being able to do it multiple times, multiple takes. Things can be pieced together. Whereas if you were on stage, you got one shot to get it right. If you don't get it right, you got to move on quickly because you can't just start the song over and over and over and over again until you get it right all the way through. You can't piece together a performance. You have to, that has to be on point in the moment. But for film, in a way it's less pressure because you do have time to do those takes over and over again until you get it right. Remember how I said earlier in the video that you have to be flexible and keep an open mind that sometimes things are gonna shift very quickly and you have to adapt to that and be able to think of solutions as you go. You definitely want to keep that in mind if your video includes a lot of locations and if you haven't gotten all of those locations cleared. There were a few locations for Love Chaser where we kind of had to like get some shots really quickly and get the hell out of there because people were starting to look. People were wondering, what are you doing? Do you have a permit to film here? And 
even though we weren't inside these establishments, some people still get weird when they see a video camera coming out and it looks really professional and everyone's wondering what's going on. And sometimes, I don't know, I feel like for Love Chaser especially, I think they just wanted to get their cut of <laughs> whatever we were shooting for. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say too much because I don't want to incriminate me or my crew. But there were a few locations where they were like, hey, you can't film here. And we're asking why because it's it's in a public place. But some people just get weird about their locations being filmed, their businesses being filmed, their houses being filmed. Some people just get weird. So you have to, I would say, get some backups that are in close vicinity to each other. If you think that you're going to run into the problem of people changing their minds about the location that you want to use, or if you suddenly get kicked off of a location, have a backup so you can get all the shots that you need without, you know, don't rely too much on one, I guess. If you're iffy about a location, make sure that you have some backups so it's not the end all be all. It didn't happen so much with no love because we had rights to the locations that to the location that we were at. Um, it's just, you know, again, people see the camera, they get a little weirded out. They want papers, they want money, I don't know. If your location falls through and you didn't have any backups, then you kind of have to find a new spot. Or if you have a guaranteed location that you're using, you have to get creative with that one space. So that's what we had to do with No Love. Our studio location fell through. We didn't get a studio to record the performance shots in. So we were like, okay, look, this is what we're gonna do. We have a few different rooms in this location. We're gonna make each room in the location be a different kind of scene. And that's kind of how we played it. That was also nice because we had the luxury of not having to travel with all the equipment. Versus Love Chaser, we had a lot of equipment, we had a lot of crew. You had to be mindful that it takes time to get to the locations, it takes time to set up, it takes time for the crew to get there, it takes time for everyone to get back in their positions where they're supposed to be. Um, and so that's why the planning for Love Chaser was so important. And that's why it was great to have everybody on the same page because there were so many moving parts to this whole production. But everything worked out for the most part. Despite getting kicked off of some locations, everything worked out. <laughs> when you're doing like an itinerary for your shoots, you have to plan for outfit changes and location changes and how long it's going to take to set things up, how long it's going to take to break things down, how long it's going to take to drive to different locations. You have to keep traffic in mind if you're in a busy city like Atlanta or I can only imagine what it's like in a place like LA or Houston. You have to keep in mind, you know, what time are you transitioning from one location to the next? If you're leaving at a at a bad time, just be mindful that your crew and everybody else might get stuck in two hour traffic and that's going to push things back quite a bit. You also have to keep in mind that people got to eat. You can't work 18, 20 hour days and not get your crew fed, not make sure that people at least have water or some fruits or some finger foods to keep everybody hydrated and energized for the day. Um, depending on what your video requires, it could be a really long day. I'd say you'll spend at least six to eight hours shooting a video. Um, for Love Chaser, I think that spanned over the course of a total of three or four days. Yeah, we shot most of the stuff in a weekend and then we had to go back and get some other shots because some things didn't work out in our favor. But I think it took a total of three or four days 
for no love that took us from three until 12 that took us nine hours from 3 p.m until midnight essentially so but that there wasn't much required from no love there was one location again and it was very simple mainly acting scenes and performance scenes all were done in one location whereas with love chaser we had multiple locations and there was a huge crew so that's something that you want to keep in mind when you're shooting for a music video so after you're done filming it's a wrap there's not really much to know everybody packs up they go home go on about the rest of our lives I would say it's a good idea to sit in with the editing team for the video. Even if you have no idea how to edit a video, it doesn't matter. You know how you want the video to turn out. You also want to put your input in as the artist. You want to make sure that you're getting a storyline that makes sense to you. You want to make sure you're getting the shots that you feel are most favorable to you. So it's a good idea to sit in on the editing process. Now, for me, I did not sit in on the editing process for Love Chaser, the first the first draft that I got. And it turned out being something that wasn't exactly what I wanted. So then that's when I went back and was like, hey, let's and the and the the DP and the director suggested, hey, let's all sit down and hash out something that we all actually liked. So that was my mistake. That's something that I should have done the first time was sit down with the editors to make sure you know that everything was good there was a few shots in the first edit that I didn't like that I felt were unflattering to me and then the video just felt really rushed whereas now since we've been sitting together and working together to edit the whole thing now everybody has a version that we're proud of and it's closer to the original vision that we had which is for Love Chaser to be kind of like a short film with the video no love even though I was a part of the video I'm not necessarily gonna be too upset with whatever they come up with because it's not really my song, even though I'm in most of it, it's not really my song. But um, I imagine I would have to go back up to Jersey to do the whole editing process. That would, I would have to go up for another weekend. If he wanted me to come back up, I'd definitely do it. But you know, I'm not gonna be too worried about the editing process for that. I'll leave that to him to get all the shots that he thinks will be great for himself as well as for me. So yeah. In the case of No Love, I really just have to trust that they're going to do what looks the best and what is the best for the song, for the video. So overall, the piece of advice that I want to stick with you when it comes to shooting a music video is to always keep an open mind, remember to be flexible, and be adaptable. Adaptable? Yeah, be adaptable. <laughs> Things are not always going to go as you planned. Um, so always be able to adapt quickly to things not going your way and just keep a positive mindset about how the entire process is going so you can enjoy the process. That's it for this topic. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more content like this, please give me a big thumbs up. Also hit the subscribe button and hit the little notification bell to be notified each and every time I post a new video. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, if you want to ask something, you know, you want me to make a new video on a topic that you suggest, you can always leave it in the comment section down below, or you can email me at info at LexiATL.com. But again, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, peace. Things that affect the vocal cords, having a bad diet will affect your vocal cords because certain foods will cause you to be dehydrated or give you an overproduction of mucus, uh, certain drinks, the temperature of drinks can affect 
how comfortable the muscles in your throat are. So some foods to 